everybody. Welcome to 2ZQ Hot Takes, where we discuss issues both big and small. I am your host, the very handsome Tim Kirk, and today I'll be talking about 60s and 70s cartoons, live action shows, and family TV that had some sort of impact. Quite a bit of information for young minds to take in there. A lot of issues to deal with. And first of all, we had a preponderance of supernatural and anthropomorphic characters that we just accepted passively. I'll start with one of my earliest cartoons, which was Casper the Friendly Ghost and Wendy. A dead kid who can't make friends because he scares everybody and the little witch. Another one that had a big impact on me for some reason was Frankenstein Jr which is a grotesque concept just in the title. And there was The Impossibles, Space Age, Strangely Powered Heroes, and also an interplanetary rock group. The Groovy Ghoulies was a collection of monsters, and they had a giant, strange hot rod, as did the Adams Family. And we had Adam Ant, which was a nuclear-powered ant who would power himself with a load of things. He could do a lot of stupid, crazy things. Space Ghost with Jan and Jace. Had a little crush on Jace. Aquaman and Aqualad. Had a little crush on Aqualad. Super Friends. I did not appreciate Wendy and Marvin. Spider-Man, although he was cool, such a neurotic kid. Of course, my hero, Superman. Always loved Superman. Put him up on a pedestal, and that was that. Superboy. I had a little crush on Superboy. The weirdest one to me was uh, Milton the Monster with a blowhole in the middle of his flattened head. Then there was uh, the Herculoids, who dressed like I don't know, a caveman or a precursor to He-Man and the, the big blobby things that were like a silly putty that went Birdman and the Galaxy Trio, which was uh, surprisingly close to Space Ghost, except for he had a bird mask instead of being a Space Ghost. And of course, Batman in live action and animation in various incarnations. I never had a crush on Robin. And then Yogi Bear, Huckleberry Hound, Snagglepuss, Quickdraw McGraw, Augie Doggy, and Doggy Dad. And then something which we all accepted, but is really, really strange. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo with Scrappy-Doo. Scooby-Doo in the Laugh Olympics. Scooby-Doo meets Batman and Robin. Scooby-Doo meets Laurel and Hardy. Scooby-Doo meets the Three Stooges. Scooby-Doo meets the Harlem Globetrotters. And Scatman Crothers was one of the Harlem Globetrotters, as he also was Hong Kong Fooey. And we recognize those voices, just like we recognize Casey Kasem being not only Shaggy, but Alex or Alexander from Josie and the Pussycats. And he played a coward in both of those cartoons. 
which I think is a little odd. Uh, Archie's, you could switch out Ron Dante with David Cassidy and vice versa, and you would never know the difference. And then Josie and the Pussycats. Okay. Well, you know, now we're in space. On top of the fact that we, she's a band, the Archies were a band, the Impossibles were a band. I think Sabrina and the Teenage Witch did a band thing too. I'm not so sure. I can't remember too well. We had the Wacky Races with Paul Winchell as Dick Dastardly with Muttley the Laughing Dog. Now, I think there was uh, a dog with Wendy and Marvin and the Super Friends. Scooby-Doo was a talking dog. Muttley was a laughing dog. Uh, we had Secret Squirrel. One of the strangest things to me was the king who had a squad of three goofy guards. I don't know what kind of king this guy was, but I would rather have bloodthirsty mercenaries guarding my life than three crazy guys. Now, we also had live-action TV shows for kids. We had H.R. Puffin Stuff, which was really trippy, even though the Croft brothers insisted it never was and there was no intention of doing anything hallucinatory. The Banana Splits, which was odd, but the strange part about the Banana Splits was the, the weird pirate live-action serial with the guy who made the kookaburra sound. Uh, I don't know how they casted this guy. I mean, you know, you're, you're, you just put this guy in there because he can make the sound. And someone, I'm sure, asked, where'd you get this guy? They said, oh, he was outside picking through the dumpsters and he was making that sound. I said, we got to hire this guy. And I think that's how it happened. Uh, we had Lidsville, which was sort of a continuation of H.R. Puffin stuff type of stuff. Uh, Land of the Lost. Jason of Star Command, Oh Mighty Isis, and Shazam. Uh, they're all mostly TV shows with the entire premise in the theme and or the opening sequence. And not to forget the magical shows uh, for family television, uh, Nanny and the Professor, I Dream of Genie, and Bewitched. And, and growing up, I could never, ever understand why anybody would reject the uh, magical powers of someone who loved you and worshipped you or adored you or just wanted to help out. Why wouldn't you accept this? I would. I would write right, right away. Sure. Why don't you just make me rich? <laughs> I don't understand why anybody would not want this. Uh, and then there was the Partridge family. If Keith Partridge was so cool, why did he go on stage wearing the same red velvet pants that his mother wore? This stuff screws you up a little. Because nothing ever changes with these characters. Anyway, thanks for listening. See you next time. And as the kitties say, peace out.